0: For one thank you for hopping on um, we are literally I would say in the making of some really dope stuff bro um, and when you look at where you are right now first off just let folks know where you you know where you're from give us some background about um, simply King and also tell us how the throw chakra is placing you where you are right now you know what I mean from like where you were where you started.
1: I appreciate you for bringing me on for real. Um, This is really dope opportunity to have this type of conversations uh, because um, it's always it's always beneficial to kind of, you know, speak out what you feel and are in being challenged. I think every moment that you're asked a question is a moment to, you know, give either vulnerable expression or say something that really just needs to be said. And I think that's the power of our voices for real is that. We all have individual voices, no matter who it is, and nobody goes through the exact same experience as us, so we all can still speak to things in an individual way. Even if we believe that, you know, well, everything has been said and everything has been written and everything has been created, it's still room and pathways to use what's already in front of us to create brand new things. Um, I'm Rodney Perry from Jackson, Tennessee, um, and currently the, you know, producer and host of the Simply King podcast, the soulfully conscious podcast for humans, simply being humans. Uh, You can listen to it everywhere that podcasts are available. And you can also watch it on YouTube. Um, My podcast really has always been about um, kind of expressing and showing the kind of the human experiences best way I can. Um, But also kind of speaking to and and widening out these, uh, you know, these opportunities to speak to. How can I say, like topics that usually are trivial, usually are just, seeped in you know just pop culture nonsense actually giving the reasons as to why these even matter and why they should be taken either a little less seriously or more seriously Mm. um but i've had on i've done over 200 plus episodes had on over 80 plus guests from not only domestically but internationally so i highly suggest anybody listening to definitely tap in with me because i talk about a lot of cool stuff a lot of deep things but also a lot of fun stuff too um and in terms of in terms of this like where the throat chakra and on this particular topic of what you know the throat chakra means being communication and speaking to me um it's it's truly brought me to exactly where i met even prior to even being a podcaster i've always been a person who was you know orator of some sort i was never afraid to public speak uh always was the one and, and i've seen that as you know a superpower in itself um growing up yeah always being able to you know kind of raise my hand and and say whatever being the presenter being the person who's always leading in the the group projects to you know to bring everybody right. up you know all those different things um i think that it showed the most value to me in my real life recently um i actually uh oh dang how, how long has it been I think going on almost two I want to say about two years now uh the tragic the tragic loss of my cousin uh my aunt mm. cr- just surprisingly made me the MC, put me in the program like put it on the program made me the MC for the entire you know homegoing service which I'm like okay <laughs> but it Showed me that I didn't realize that <laughs> my family. a decent
0: amount of uh, trust, though, too. It is.
1: Because, mind you, I'm the one who's the furthest away. I've, you know, for the people who might not know my full story, um, I spent the last seven years living in Chicago, Illinois. Prior to that, I was living in Atlanta, Georgia, which I'm back at in Atlanta, Georgia now, uh, where, I, you know, I did undergrad at Clark Atlanta University, study marketing, shout out, all that. But so I've been away. I say all that to say I've been mm-hmm. away from home. I'm from Jackson, Tennessee, like I said. So I only went home for, you know, holidays and special occasions. So right. to know that for the, for the cousin or the family member that, you know, probably is seen as the most distant, probably not even seen as the closest to him to be the one to lead in that, right. I think it spoke a lot of volumes to what my, how my aunt seen who, who I am and, and what I am and, and what I can do. And just entrusting me in me that that can be something that I can do on the fly <laughs> with no preparation. Yeah. Literally. You know, you can no pre- if anybody can control yeah. their emotions and be able to just stand up there and talk, it'll probably be you, you know. And mind you, that's something that I never even knew. That's something that she would even think of me, you know, but because mm. I don't know who I don't know who in my family is watching anything that I'm doing. I don't know. You know, I know what my mom sees, my mom thought I was on the radio for at least four or five past years. And I'm like, mine's a podcast, it's not radio, stop telling right. people. I'm on the radio. Well, and it's
0: sure podcast radio. You know what I'm me both.
1: Right. Really right. Me. And so <laughs> so so for me, I th- I think that the throw shocker has been uh one of the most vital, most vital shockers that I think mm-hmm. I've ever really exercised. Um, Me understanding my voice, me hearing my voice, me training my voice, me understanding that, you know, that that key piece that you spoke to in terms of the the heart and intellect um, is really, really big because, you know, it's so vulnerable to sometimes to just say certain things out loud, you know, in therapy and in certain in certain moments of, you know, true vulnerability. People literally have these breakthroughs by being the person to say a thing that they never have said before. And they'll realize in that moment, like, mm. damn, I haven't said that I miss this person. I haven't said that I am hurting from this. I mm. haven't said that I do want more with my life where I don't like myself or whatever it is. Um, people see mm. it a lot under, you know, when they're under the influence. You know what I'm saying? People say things they may not mm. always w- want to say out loud, but it's it's the truth. And it makes them feel a lot yeah. of ways. It makes them emotional, you know? And um, mm. I think that the heart and the intellect is really something that we need to make more space for. I think it's the nuance of life, but it's within our bodies that we can really be able to express those things. A post that I made yesterday was about, um, narcissism and narcissism. The, the, the word, it was, it was Wednesday.
0: It was Wednesday. Oh my God. And I feel like Rodney, I feel like I've been learning about this word so much through just life and like mm-hmm. you know energies around you like you literally learn that as a student you know yeah, what I
1: mean Yeah but but the reason why I made that post and in the caption mm. in the caption if whoever goes into my page uh, at King's underscore memoirs on everything you'll see I said that you know I believe that we need to take vocabulary serious because words mean things. And if we have used a term that really is a serious diagnosis, a serious psychological diagnosis, it then minimizes the value that that thing is, calling that thing out. There's other words to describe this terrible nigga that's in your life. This words, you can just call that nigga (laughs) selfish. You can just call him a lot of other things. It it does not have to be a narcissist. For a
0: person to use that word though?
1: It's been a thing forever though. It's been a thing forever. And so I I put in the caption like, I want people to not only say what they mean, but know what they mean. Because I feel like people are just saying things and really don't know what they're saying.
0: They know, they know they, exactly.
1: they 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 know the word. They can say they know the word. They can say they have a idea. <laughs> no idea no. But do you really know what you're saying? You know what I'm saying? People say all the mm-hmm. time that, you know, the weather is bipolar. The the that I got OCD. That's why I clean up the way that I do. You just may.
0: But it's like But you aren't what? even doing <laughs> you aren't even
1: doing the things to even figure out if that's oh a thing. God. People say all the time, I, I think I'm depressed, or I think I'm this. And they've been saying it for years. And it's like, why don't you go and sit with someone? If that's how you really feel, it's like I don't mean exactly. it. Then it's like,
0: like you just ca- you're casually calling yourself depressed. Like who does that?
1: And you're like, bringing and you're bringing that into yourself. You're making that manifest yeah, in some no. way, shape, or form. And why would you want that to be what you are? And what it isn't? You know what I'm saying? That's not really what it is. There's other words for it. Let's broaden our lexicons a little bit. We got things (laughs) we can say to say what we want to say.
0: If if anything, sharpen. You know, we're going to sharpen y'all mental with some vocabulary that you've been using because, like you said, you got to, when you think it, or at least, I would say, place the heart and the intellect in between speaking. Like, when you are speaking it, like you said, taking that more serious because the context is going to be just based off your tongue. Like, literally, as soon as we speak stuff into the, like, to the universe, like, energies just start coming, right? Like, whatever you say, that ass, it's gonna, you're gonna see it at some point. You're gonna see what you've spoken, so.
1: I am I literally told somebody earlier yeah. today that you don't hate men. They all, she said it five times in the conversation, and I finally was like, hey, you <laughs> don't, though, because you you literally want some, you want a man to be in your life. So you can't say, I hate men, I hate men, men get on my nerves. I'm like, say, say who it is. I'm trying to help you, I'm trying to, so you better send it out. You better send it out and the world gonna be like, okay, yeah. the universe is gonna be like, we're gonna send you niggas that you hate. Cause <laughs> there's nothing that, we have nothing. Yeah. There's only, we only have the piss that you say is in the dating pool and we're gonna deliver it on a regular basis for you to have. Yeah. Because you don't want better. You don't even aspire or believe that it's better. So if you have that type that's of scarcity deep. or just kind of extreme sense of mindset, what else can the world bring you? What, what else would you attract?
0: That's, that's real. But I'm also thinking about the people that, well, I, think, I don't even want to say the people because I feel like this is kind of like a universal thing. But the mentality of scarcity and extremity, like why does it always have to be so like, like extremely hot? or like cold as fuck. Like what do we, we don't bathe in either one of those temperatures. Like we have to bathe in like a space that we know is going to be consistent from the plumbing, right? Like your, your heating system and your cooling system is going to give you some cool, nice, warm water. You know what I'm saying? Like I, mind you, I just said cool and warm. Like who wants to sit in like scalding hot water or sitting in like, unless you're doing an ice bath, I get it. But like, we got to trust something to be able to meet it. You know what I'm saying? At that, that medium. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Like that scarcity be real as hell. Like I just, and then the throat chakra and what you're speaking, right? Like, are you extreme or are you only limiting so much for yourself to get because of that scarcity? Like it's, it's a real thing. It's a real thing.
1: I think it's interesting that, you know, they say things all the time to people like, you know, relax your shoulders, you know, unclench Mm. your jaws. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Maybe you need to stretch and open your chest up. You know like mm-hmm. those very specific things maybe you need to get a you know a little you know uh what is it An adjustment on that neck mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure you're sleeping properly mm-hmm. all those things yeah. why would you like the fact that that's connected to you know because i didn't know that the fact that that's connected to you know uh, imbalance within your throat chakra is so intriguing to me because i've yeah. always had you know not even say shoulder problems but i definitely you know will occasionally have shoulder pain i will feel something mm-hmm. in my neck, you know what I'm saying? Have random headaches. And it's kind of like, if that is an indication that I need to, that I'm holding things in, that I'm not really letting it out or if I'm not being vulnerable enough to express something within me, right. um, especially when I'm, that's, that's the world I dabble in, you know? I think that that's what yeah. makes it that much more, you know, severe sometimes or that feeling, um, that imbalance yeah. so severe sometimes because you are always there. That you when you, you, you know how to do it well. So when you don't operate at that level, the, the drop off is a lot higher than the average person because the yeah. average person might not be communicating yeah. at the same level at the same rate. I'm communicating with people all the time. I need people to understand what I'm saying all the time. So that means I have to be diligent in like saying what I, what I mean and being able to stand on that and also being able to change my mind and open myself up to saying it differently, all those things. So I have to not only be able to listen, but I also have to be able mm-hmm. to take in and consider what's being said and reframe that with a whole new mindset.
0: Literally, literally, and that was on that was on Rodney King. I said Rodney King hilarious. I mean, I meant Rodney. Oh my god, bro! Don't don't mind me on that. That was a banana good. peel it's slip. It's
1: cool. Wow. It's cool. It's funny. It's oh funny. That that is the um. I, I forgot crazy. what I forgot what. I did a. I can't remember what podcast I told this story on. Um, I think it was with a, po- a podcaster about out in um, Chicago. Um, and what okay. I what I what I broke down to her because she was asking me um, specific things about kind of you know just like black male identity and you know all those various things. And I mm-hmm. told her I was like, well, you gotta understand some. My name is Rodney Perry. I'm a junior, and I was born in uh, 1993. So. Once you come to oh, gang, okay. right? Yeah, Sorry. yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> and so that means that means that I came into yeah. ad, that mean I came into adolescence, you know, in the early two thousands. So all yeah. the other children that were my age, what other Rodney do they know? Nine that's times me. out of ten, it's going to be Rodney King, right? So wow. immediately when I tell people that's my crazy. name, that's always been the association because people know Rodney's like they, the running joke that I always have is that everybody knows at least one or two Rodney's in their lifetime. It's the most like known but rare name ever. Cause it's like, you don't know that many, but you know the name.
0: But, you know, it's right. You know what? Yeah. You, you've
1: heard the name, which yeah. is also why I think it's always like a throwaway name in movies and stuff. You know, I am I hate that because I, I know I hear my name all the time in scripts <laughs> and movies and I've heard it in monologues. And I'm like, because it's, it's like, who knows anybody named Rodney? You could just throw that in there as a as a random name that won't appeal or affect anybody specifically. But, um,
0: likewise, bro. It's, it's a trip. <laughs>
1: it's a trip. And so I've yeah. always, there's always been this interesting kind of connection that I've had to, you know, black male identity and, you know, and, and, and its interaction with, you know, the police and the government and those mm-hmm. various things because of that man's name and his story and what he went through. And ultimately yeah. I got to about like, I would say like ninth or 10th grade and I think I wanna say either ninth or tenth grade. I can't remember if it was maybe middle school. I don't think it was middle school. It was whenever Carter Three came out and Mrs. Officer was I
0: literally was thinking of Lil Wayne, bro. Mrs. Officer. Time. That's crazy. You're right,
1: Mrs. Officer came out. The and, whole line. And the whole and yep. there's a part of the song where it says Riding King beat it like a cop. Which is, you know, yeah. it's, it's,
0: it's, I think for me, is when that nigga laughed, I was blue. That's really what pissed me off is when he laughed, bro, after saying it.
1: Right? He, <laughs> he beat laugh. it like a cop. Like, what? <laughs> like, not gonna say I'm it like, again. No. Now he, gonna no. relax. he was like, y'all heard me? I said, beat it like a cop. Like,
0: I'm gonna
1: say it again. <laughs> with a laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, children. Wow. <laughs> Children in they, you know, preteen, oh, and early teen, God. early teen years, of course, yeah. are young and ignorant, That's and so that I became knew. that became the like that became the thing that people looked at me to basically, I don't know what they expected for <laughs> me to do, but they look like they looked at me and said right. it directly, right. and <laughs> what made and like you know, like, and that was in what, the,
0: what do you look at like what am I supposed
1: to do, G? Like, I don't got a dance move to do or nothing. Like this ain't no, this ain't one of them right. type of songs. <laughs> But that stuck. That that oh, very, really that really stuck. Yeah. So people started they to call me People yeah. started to call me king. People started to call me king. That's and deep. because of oh, wow. Because of I also was like very involved in school. I was always like running for president and oh, yeah. all these various things. So it was it was a okay. greater it was a greater Reason it was like, yeah, this nigga always in charge, or he always right. a leader in things. Right? Why right. not call him? What? That's that's King. That's Rodney King. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, right. and and for me, so it, crazy. And for me, I was just like, all right, right, if I'm gonna allow for people to call me this, I need to have a, I need to have a reason as to why I allow for people to call me this, and um and kind of detach okay. myself from you know. That that element of, it and just made it into yeah. a moniker. So would you
0: say that's where Simply King podcast came from? Like the the,
1: the, the moniker, the nickname as King has been with me since like tenth grade. Okay. So any if you go if that. if you can go back to MySpace, you'll see King being on the overly, overly, (laughs) overly edited photos of me with some damn like soldier boy ass looking shades on all types of stuff. You know what I'm saying? It would be king somewhere in the corner. It would be something going on, giving you that. So it's always been a a nickname of sorts that I've had. And so once I got to a point to where, you know, I actually, you know, was really leaning into my own creativity. It was something that was the easy no brainer. And um, it's funny. I didn't expect to, you know, leave Jackson, Tennessee, and I w- was welcome to the idea of cuz being from a small town, we don't have the nuance of like what certain black things are. And like you can live you from you from, right. like, from a place like Chicago, you understand what a hotep nigga is. <laughs> you are, you, know, you know exactly what that look right. like and you know exactly that what that black man looked like. The tears, right? So me Sitting here going out into the world, (laughs) coming to Atlanta, Georgia, calling myself king, having locks, having, you know what I'm saying, anything natural. Motherfuckers immediately thought, oh, this nigga is, this nigga one of them. You know what I'm saying? Where his aunt aunt at, are you Muslim? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? It was all that. It's funny that I'm like the antithesis of that. Like I think I made a post last year. And that was probably the first time I like addressed it in just a singular post where it's like, I get you might see this name. Cause I for forever I'm forever getting assumptions and things in my DMs about, you know, people just assuming what they think about me or assuming what they think I believe because of my name. It was like, oh, he called himself King because we kings. We can't we used to be kings and da-da-da. And it's like, nope, that's not why I say that. I ain't got nothing to do with none of that. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with none of that, you know? Um, but I, and I have to like stand in that a lot uh, in a really a deep way.